right, what is going on, everybody? Back again with another fantasy fishing preview. I can't say we've ever done a show literally five hours after an event has ended before. But uh, as for folks who, if you weren't paying attention, Lake Champlain literally ended this afternoon. Congrats to uh, Koya Fujita. I think it was uh, Mercer had a post today, guys, that was like uh, Mount Fujita, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. But, uh, yeah. We're back again, guys. The whole gang's here. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Living the dream. It's hotter than heck here in Iowa. I don't know about you guys, but it's like 95 degrees. Got a Tuesday night tournament tomorrow. It's supposed to be 104. So drinking water, getting ready. It wasn't your index like 110 or something like that today? I don't know. It's just it's way too hot. Like gets to a certain point, you just it's just too hot, you know. Yeah, it's which for me is like anything above 85 but this is crazy yeah, it melts <laughs> yeah anything above 85 like mm-hmm. it's finally cooling down in idaho like it has been it was hundreds last week and it like today woke up it was 60 something degrees and raining and it felt great yeah, <laughs> and it awesome. stayed like 70s all day so beautiful and then it's fall is uh is actually coming hmm. Well, I just got a nice notification that our stream on Facebook. There it goes. It's back and now it is live. Oh, now it is good. working. Did we just glitch out right there? Yeah, I think so. Because now it's working. Weird. Nice. That was really weird. I got a notification that we aren't streaming on Facebook. That it's something's it, an error. But and now either it's way, working. Whatever. Whatever goes up live will go live. <laughs> so if you're tuning in, this might not be posted afterwards. So you're getting <laughs> you're getting your only glimpse of the preview for St. Lawrence River. Uh, but, uh, go around the horn here, uh, talking about, I mean, for, for folks that were able to watch Champlain, but, uh, Brennan, did you get any glimpse, any takeaways from the Champlain event? I got some glimpses and I got one major takeaway and that was where were the largemouth? Yeah. That was wild. Do you guys hear though on, not to just like jump right in on what you're saying, but this is super pertinent to that. Did you hear on live today what Zona was talking about? Yeah. So he has a good friend there that is a hammer on Champlain that fishes all those tournaments that go out of Thai Condoroga. Mm-hmm. And there was a tournament that went out on Sunday that had like 20 boats and it took 23 pounds with a seven pound kicker green one. Yeah. So why go down there? Ties because the winds probably it's, Friday, it's Saturday. Too, too consistent on the smallmouth, man. But, but like, yeah, it took 23 pounds down there in a local tournament. Yeah, almost every tournament there this year out of Thai is taking between 23 and like 26 pounds to win for five. It's been crazy. Yeah. They've been catching them. Yeah, but I mean, nobody weighed the run, though. So, what do you think it is? Field size that the Elite Series back? I mean, I I know it's a different day, different set of variables, but is it field size? What do you mean? That that shrinks that weight so much. You know, 23 pounds, you said, with a seven-pound kicker. Or I guess that had an anchor of a seven-pounder. Right. I think it was just okay. – I think I, and I don't know what the other bags were down there, but I think it was just the elite guys were so dialed into the smallmouth. Yeah. I mean, it, sure. like, there was some largemouth weighed, right? But I was, did you – was there on any of the coverage of anyone running all the way down there? No, I think everyone was just out chasing them around in the abyss and scoping them with Dominion yeah. rigs. The whatever inland sea, yeah, it seems like literally the entire top 10 was all scoping them with Demiki rigs, yeah, yeah. Well, not even Demiki, like that's what. So, I've, I've been, of course, screwing out 
screwing around out here doing that exact same thing. And it's, it's a blast, man. Like, mm-hmm. but cause I've always done that a lot, uh, up fishing against boomer up in Northern Idaho, but with a drop shot, with a Ned rig, something dropping on them like that, one of those suspended fish. But now I've been doing it with a jig head, like a crappie jig. Yeah. And I, cause I've always demikied straight down, but making that cast with it now, it's like, man, it's fairly effective. Clearly, based on yeah. what happened this week. That's how. Yeah, I mean, it seems that's like how I caught him in that tournament was, with you. That's how you caught him, Boomer. Yeah, my I don't know why I'm breaking up. I'm sorry. I can hear you, you guys, but then I like break really bad. My wife like is like a huge baseball fan. I imagine. Yeah, it's pretty bad. She I just tuned in to like the Mariners game. Devices in the house. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good, Boomer? Sorry. <laughs> he's in a tizzy over MLB. <laughs> We're going to get to like bucket A, and he's going to be like, bucket E, this one got. <laughs> the stream's going to be over, and he's going to be somehow still streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just by himself in here. All by himself. <laughs> the Boomer it's like I'm an hour behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is true. Is, that, is that like called skipping? No, you're fine. It just I think it's you're delayed. It? If I, well, I can you might hear you guys go out. I just yelled at my wife. <laughs> I just yelled at my wife and said, "Turn off all your baseball games." All right, I'll try to. I'll disconnect. I just yelled at my wife. Future boomer, disconnect and reconnect. <laughs> I'm clipping it that. Dude. I'm clipping that, dude. To talk to future boomer. You're just talking. I just yelled at my wife. <laughs> Yells. Just blows up. Oh, that's incredible. That was amazing. That was good. Oh gosh. What a way to start things. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oh, well to to quickly recap Champlain. Um it I don't know if you guys saw the snippet of today, but it looked like literally the entire top ten except for Matt Robertson was all in Vermont like in a small section of Vermont mm-hmm. and then Matt Robertson's out in, you know, Narnia somewhere else in New York, <laughs> but fishing like a hundred feet of water. Like, Hey, he made it work. He yeah. made it work. I, I, I did thoroughly enjoy seeing some ugly sticks uh, on some, some Champlain smallies. <laughs> Dude, he, he's, I mean, he's gotta be the all time money holder for, you know, checks on an ugly stick, right? Has to be. <laughs> At this point, has anybody ever made a dollar prior to him on an ugly stick? I want to know that. (laughs) It's a great Um, question, Uncle Buck, man. Alabama or somebody's been, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. It was, I will say though, it was kind of a bummer not to see as much largemouth in play. I know conditions wise wasn't super conducive, but uh, I mean, just I know, like, in the moment, like, to your point, Deacon, like, when you're you know, scoping them with a Demiki or whatever, hovering in front of them. Like it's fun as heck when you're in the moment, but I think from a fan perspective, when they see Champlain coming up on a schedule, it's kind of a bummer when your entire four block anglers are all just staring and waiting to make a cast. I agree. And we're, to- we're like, we, we can enjoy that. Right. But like for the, the average fan, I can understand that might be kind of a letdown when you think of Champlain in recent years. Totally. And they talked about it every day on live, like Tommy and, and Zona. And like, they literally are like, this is just a difficult thing for us to cover. Right. It's like, how do you make this entertaining? And, and I, I think the technology is getting better. We're seeing it with 
being able to watch that stuff. And again, like you said, for the people who are, I would say the majority of people watching Bassmaster are tournament fishermen or really love the, the game. And probably at this point, if they don't have a live unit, they're working on getting one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think the learning aspect of watching how guys do that, you can certainly learn um, what guys are looking at, you know, by having that coverage and watching the best in the world do it. So I, I think there's some benefit there, but you're right. Like it's not, it's fun to watch a guy catch a big, large mouth, flip a big, large mouth up. And like those kinds of things, that's one of my favorite things about Champlain and about places like that is having mm -hmm. the dual species and that battle uh, of between the two or both. And so it did make it a little bit like, that we it was just all scoping right yeah i think smallmouth tournaments like they've always been pretty one-dimensional for the most part right like we know it's going to be a ned rig drop shot to small swim bait jerk bait like we know that's probably going to be the deal it's just a shame that the largemouth didn't play in this one because this was like the one smallmouth event where i was like looking forward to mm -hmm. more than just live scope fest but totally you know. They're going to have to adapt on how they cover it. Hopefully they don't change it, though, too much. Yeah. Still got to uh, be here for us guys, right? Yeah. Well, I think he's done yelling at his wife, so we'll try to bring him in here. <laughs> we got you now? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> the coast is clear. He's going to start time traveling again soon. Just watch. <laughs> Yeah, all I could hear is you guys laughing at me. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> my wife's running around the house. <laughs> my wife's running around the house. Turn all your devices off. And I'm like, you got to turn off your nine baseball games. Like, she was, she's like a crazy MLB fan. I don't even know why. Ever since the girls were kids, man, she's just like, she's out there yelling at the Giants for getting beat right now. Oh, anyway, sorry. Sorry to derail you guys. You're good. We actually have uh, – we're about to drop into uh, – talk about St. Lawrence River here. We have Wes Logan in the queue. They're about to bring in – they haven't actually started practice yet, which is unusual for other weeks. So we'll just kind of do a little download of what might go down what the from a pro's perspective, looking at the weather coming up, things of that nature. But uh, let's really quickly go around the horn and shout out your points from Champlain or uh, anything else that might have surprised you anything of that sort but andy you want to go first sure uh i had 848 my team stunk and i'm just gonna leave it at that okay <laughs> deal <laughs> there, buddy. I, That's bad. I, will, stunk. I will follow you in that suit andy saying that my team stunk worse i had 809 uh, never would i have thought seth fighter and gussie would be in the high 60s Dude. on champlain on a uh, Miki rigging tournament, Gussie. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, for sure. That uh, and I was also, unfortunately, more unfortunate for him. I feel really bad for the guy, but picked Josh Douglas and Bucket E and had boat issues on day one, putting him in the very last place. Uh, but he moved up one spot. He came back. <laughs> he came roaring back. Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully that doesn't have a problem for him next week. But, yeah, eight or nine. Deacon? Yeah, I had a thousand thirty. Jay Shakirit, awesome tournament for him. Chris Johnston, um, great pick, kind of always up north. Uh, yeah, Gussie, tough there. Taku thirtieth, can't complain about that, and especially with the bucket D. And then uh, KJ Queen seventy fourth. But um, KJ had a rough go at it. Yeah, he's having a rough go in general. He's been <laughs> dudes driving back to Alabama. Um, all right, uh, Brennan. 
Um, I had kind of a weird one. I had a, a good one, so it was weird for me. I had 1,080, which I guess isn't that good. But I had Brian Schmidt, Pat Schlopper, Paul Mueller, Keith Combs. Keith Combs got 50 seconds. That's my worst finish. And then Bradley Holman with a 43rd. So had a couple uh, top 20s for my first three, and nobody really too bad. So decent tournament. Nice. Boomer, rub it in. <laughs> At eleven thirty three, Fouts was the uh, the Fouts was the man again. He got eighth. Uh, Taku, I didn't know this, but you guys, if you guys didn't know this, but Taku had major like arm or so- shoulder surgery this year. Oh, he yeah. had to switch hands in the middle of the season. He had to learn how to reel with the other hand. So I think that actually wow. kind of holding him back a little bit. But he got thirtieth. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's they had a big story on it. it was, I didn't even know it. Corey Johnston, I told you, man, that dude's fishing downhill. Coop had 18th, and Polikinik was surprising me. My, my lowest pick at 56. That was weird to see. He, he, I talked to him. He said he lost. He said he's never lost that many fish at the boat in his career. I mean, he that came roaring back the next day and weighed like almost 22. So, But Bryant was right. If you weigh 13 or 15, you're not in that tournament, and you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You need like a 25 pound bag just to have a shot at the cut. Yeah. Right. And I don't think there was anything weighed over 24, right? Like no. it's not very possible. Yep. Yeah. Well, really fast. We're going to bring Wes in here. Uh, let me go through points updated. So we got Boomer in the lead with 9,492. Deacon taking over second with 9,101. I'm in third with 8,892. Andy with 8,754. Brennan bringing up the caboose with 8,698. Oh, yeah, bud. Big comeback. Big comeback, Brennan. Yep. Huge. Yep. It's going to be a big tournament for me. Let's go. (laughs) Without further ado, has the same picks. (laughs) Without further ado. What were we just talking about? Like, if you have 15 pounds, you're out of it. Yeah, I'm, I have like eight pounds at Champlain right now, and I got I got to catch like. Nah, buddy, I think you got a Josh Douglas, you know, boat problems. I think it's what. Yeah, you got. yeah, yeah. I have mechanical <laughs> problems. Hey, don't get I. Uh, Wes had a good tournament. Don't forget to congratulate him when he gets on there. Was, we're we're really getting was. there, man. Yeah, Feeling my thunder here. I was about to just. Yeah, say we're following cool. along. Here. Come on, Boomer. <laughs> yeah, a good. Yelling at your I'm wife, but now we're yelling at you. So. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let's bring him on here. Mr. West looking, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? How are y'all? Good, man. Good. good. Dude, good. C- congrats on a good derb at, at old champ. Thank uh, you, thank you. It was a it was a good week. It was a good week. I was uh I was in the right areas. I didn't get quite the quality of bites. And then on day three, uh I started there and actually me and me and Justin were kind of fishing really close to each other and around launch. I was like, dude, I'm getting out of your way. Like I'm, I'm leaving. Like I'm, I don't want to be throwing it anymore. I don't want my boat here. Like you got a chance to do something special. So I went, I actually went largemouth fishing. I heard y'all talking about it, uh, why it didn't play, but I went largemouth fishing the rest of the day and caught, you know, 18 pounds. So that was pretty cool, but you just, what's happening? Do what? So it was going down. Like you could go catch. I mean, I mean, yeah, you could catch some, but I mean, I think, I think you would have to get really fortunate to catch 20 pounds. And the problem is now is there, which I haven't fished Champlain very much. That was only my third time there, but you in the past 16, 17 pounds of smallmouth at Champlain was like, you were topped out. 
and guys could go catch 19 pounds of largemouth if you got lucky and you would win. Well, 19 pounds of largemouth now don't – I mean, you fin- you'd finish in the 30s if you did it both days. Like, it's just mm. – it, it's a whole different deal. And I actually talked to uh, with Schmidt about it uh, the morning of day three. I was like, dude, what's going on here? Like, why are they so much bigger? And he's like, man, I don't, I don't really think they've gotten much bigger. He said, I think we're catching fish that have never been fished for. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, because how could you? He said, yeah, every now and then on 2D, you might find a school under some bait for a minute and catch, you know, a random five-pounder. But now we're able to troll around, you know, thousands of yards in two or three days of a tournament and throw it, you know, 10 fish under a bait ball over 60 foot of water that are 20 foot deep. Like, you're not going to find those fish on 2D back in the day. Like, that's... And he said, you'd hear random guys catching a, you know, a five and a half pound smallmouth that was real fat that, you know, everybody just thought it was a freak thing. But he said, now everybody's just, and, and it's like that anywhere. I mean, we're all fishing for fish that hadn't really been fished for, but that's, that's yeah. the day we're living in now. Right. But the largemouth are still there and they're healthy, like, and they like to bite, but you just. Because they have no pressure. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not you. Somebody you could go, you know, flip some milfoil or throw a frog in some mats and catch 22 pounds. It can happen because there's six pounders there. But the uh, over and over and over again, no, it's 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 not going to be a, a huge factor anymore. Not not the way it's One going. Yeah, that's a mm. bummer. But so you did try to I, do the smallmouth thing then, right off the get go. Yeah, I, I went straight into practice in the tournament. I was like, I'm gonna, you know, I, I've I've gotten my butt kicked too much trying to be stubborn about it. I'm just going to go out there and put my head down, you know, literally and figuratively and, you know, find the right area and find around a group, get get around the right quality of fish. And, I mean, I think the I got kind of fortunate. The first place I stopped on in practice, like within 10 minutes, I caught a five and a half and a, like four and three quarter. I'm like, well, I figured out the deal. Now I just got to, you know, kind of put it together. And like I said, we just didn't quite get the quality in the boat or get the bites, you know, in the actual tournament. But, I mean, you when you know how they're going to catch them, like how it's going to get one, that's what you got to go try and do. I mean, in, at the end of the day, you know, if, you, if you're at the end of practice and you can kind of back up and punt, just try and find something to survive. But when you know how it's going to go down, that's kind of what I w- wanted to do in that situation anyway. Did right. you did you know that? Did most of you guys know that going into practice that it was going to be an offshore scope derby? Um, I, I don't know if everybody did. I don't really talk to anybody in practice. Um like hardly i'll just kind of keep to myself uh so it's kind of hard to like judge what was going on but once you realize once i caught some fish you know out there scoping and then i fished shallow the second day of practice and i caught i feel like was the same age class of fish that were way skinnier and didn't like i caught a, i caught that five and a half the first day and then i caught one that i th- thought should have weighed five the second day of practice and it only weighed like three and three quarters because it was like 22 inches long but it was just it wasn't built the same and man when you see that like and when you start playing games of ounces like you've got to have every you know the fattest fish you can find and, and it was kind of a it's kind of a giveaway once you kind of figured that out but the only thing that was kind of a deciding factor you know that was kind of but not deciding but bothering me about the largemouth is with that real high water there was just so much stuff to fish like mm. there was a lot of reeds like a lot of mats like the docks had plenty of water on them so i just i just kept like thinking it might be a thing but when you can catch 23 pounds of smallmouth like it, it and there's so many more of them like it, it's just it's stupid to go try and do anything else really i think that's what uh <clears throat> christy was doing i think the first day he had mostly largemouth if i remember correctly because day two he was on camera watching him punch like reeds like way up and way yeah. up on the bank that was you could tell it was flooded 
Yeah, that's how I caught them um, when I did go largemouth fishing. I caught them all flipping a, a one ounce weight. Um, but I mean, and it was fun, like sixty pound braid. Like it, it's the funnest stuff you can do. But I mean, <laughs> you're having more fun than the guys offshore, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just I, put I don't the camera know. in Wes's boat for that day. Come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it would have been it would have been fun to watch because for that two and a half three hours we put a freaking clinic on like it was i don't know if i just hit them right when they were biting but i mean dude i bet i caught 30 35 like it was just but i mean i like it's like you go fishing in a pond like they've never seen a bait but again (laughs) you're catching two and three quarter to three and a quarter pounders um actually when i went when i went i ran all the way to this reed line that i had two bites on in practice and my first flip in a mat i caught a four and a quarter i'm like might be really good and it kind of went downhill size wise after that but they did bite really good but yeah. i don't know i don't I don't know about the the forward facing deal i mean i heard y'all talking about it but you, you could talk about that for hours um, right I don't know. what do you think uh just last question on this and then we'll kind of dig in a little bit of st lawrence but what do you think because you mentioned you were around atkins what do you think set the top 10 apart from the rest of the field that was doing that uh just from what I could see, and I was actually where where we were fishing. We weren't very far from like where Kioya was, and uh, I don't even remember who else else was over there. But we, I mean, you could like it wasn't like side by side, but you could see in the distance a little group of boats here and group of boats there. I, I mean, I think where Justin was at, he actually had a little. He had a you know, it's kind of cliche to say that you read in the magazines. He had a spot within the spot, basically. Mm-hmm. Like he had the. The, where they were at he knew what bait to be throwing like he knew like he, he had it dialed in that good like I knew it was the right area because the size fish was there but I didn't have it dialed in as good as he did and I mean when you got to do and, and even if you're not buddies with a guy you got a guy that's that dialed in like and, and you're you're you know you're doing good but like he has a chance you don't have many chances to win an elite tournament like dude give the guy some space mm-hmm. um, right. I don't know it, it, it's I don't know. I, I really want to go into a topic on that, but I, I'm not, not nothing between me and him, but just in general with fishing, like it's getting, I don't know if people are getting desperate, like getting out of hand, like just coming in on people, but it's kind of, it's no bueno. It's not good. It's mm. really like that, like that bent rod pattern is the truest thing I've ever seen, especially in the past, past few events. Um, so I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. So you feel it's like scary that, to hear that at the elite level, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's increased over over your career, Wes. You feel like? Oh uh, yeah, a hundred percent, like completely. And and again, I don't. I, I'm I'm no genius. I mean, dude, I'm 29 years old, just trying to catch a bass and make a living. But you just <laughs> you just see things happening and hear stuff being said, and you're like, dude, what? Like, wh- why are you? What what's going on? Oh, let me put my hood on and just just troll around beside you. I'm not here. It's like the like an invisible cloak. Like everybody puts their hood on. It's like you can't see them. Like I can still see you. Like you're still there, buddy. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, jeez, that's not good. That's a bummer to hear. Yeah, but I'm not not on a negative note. And it doesn't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen all the time. But it does happen in certain situations. And you're just like, and, and I'm not just talking about with me. Like I saw it happen like over here and over there. Like like day one there was two boats there, and there were two of the dudes that were smashing them. And then all of a sudden day day two rolls up, and there's 30 boats over there it's like how the like where did you Mm. you, where'd y'all come from um yeah yeah. find their own fish (laughs) good lord (laughs) i mean it it, it, like i said it is what it is and i mean most of the time when that stuff happens and and if you're in a situation like like they were over there and some guys rolled up on them a lot of times those guys don't really catch them anyway 
Um, right. But they just kind of, you know, they just mess up everything. But get in the way. normally it's it's not a big deal, but sometimes it can be. Sometimes it can affect the outcome of a tournament. But that's been going on. I mean, guys doing that stuff, like hole jumping and stuff, so that it has affected tournaments since, you know, beginning of time. Um, right. And, and I don't I don't know. I don't like again. I just I think it may be desperation. Um, and I mean, like I said, we're all we're all trying to get a little piece of the pie when there's not a big pie going around. So right. could have a lot to do with it. Well, it's always nice to see the people that respect the code like yourself, Wes. So, I, I mean, I've I've made mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes, but I do try and do the right thing. Yeah. Well, I respect the hell out of that, dude. I know. Uh, obviously, you guys have not been able to get on the water yet for St. Lawrence River. Yep. But, uh, you know, I, I saw it looking at my WindFinder app. I saw you talk about it in your caption on your post, too. Mother Nature, as of right now, you know, knock on wood all over the place. She might be nice to you guys this week. Yeah, yeah I don't – I've got – you know, we all have four or five different weather apps when we come up here for sure, and it, it's not looking it, – it, Thursday anyway. Um, Thursday is looking really bad, really sketchy. I mean, we're called – it's looking I mean, it's like 25 to 30 – um, mm-hmm. out of the southeast, south southeast, um, and, and with with some mixed in like thunderstorms and stuff, and, and and I actually think it's supposed to blow pretty hard the whole tournament. It's just going to change directions, you know, every day it's going to swap. But I mean, I think anything aside from that, anything with a south in it, is kind of manageable here, you know, for the most part. Um, but that that south, it's going to be coming, you know, all the way from, you know, pretty much Buffalo over there and coming up, you know, whatever that is, six hundred miles. I mean, it's I don't know, but I, I do know um, that nothing will be cut off limits uh, for this tournament. Like they're not going to like make the lake off limits because of weather or anything. So I do know that. Um, but as far as us fishing, that obviously that's going to be up in there till the till the morning of, like it was at Champlain. Um, but it makes it. I, I will say it makes it very hard and. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of of a good word. Like it makes your mind wonder because. You're, you've, we've been cut down to two days now um, on a on a river that's 100 miles long and a lake that's as big as an ocean. Um, so now we have two days that are going to be, you know, fairly calm, like very easy to maneuver and all that kind of stuff. But now you've got to decide, well, if they send us on Thursday, you're not going to the lake. I mean, maybe maybe the Johnsons will because they grew up doing it. I'm not going out there. I mean, I don't I've never been in eight foot waves and I mean, or seven foot or six foot waves regardless. Um, so do you spend your time in the river or is there going to be a break where you have a chance to go to the lake where obviously if you're fishing here, you want to be in the lake or I do, um, just to have a chance to, you know, that's where it would more than likely get one at. So it kind of messes with your practice thought about, well, I can spend two days of practice in the lake cause it's going to be calm the next two days, but we may not even get to go out there for one day. And then you're just going, you know, junk fish in the river and catch, Let's say you jump fish in the river and catch 17 pounds and you're in 86. Like, now what you do? Yeah, that's tough. It's ridiculous. It, it, it makes it the, the weather call thing to me. I feel like in professional fishing and just honestly, tournament fishing in general, the last five years, right? Like, I feel like for good reason, safety of anglers has come into play a lot more and they cut down on, on when it's going to be gnarly out. They'll just cancel the tournament, cancel the right. day. But it's interesting in this one, and I'm not – are you guys going out of Messina, or where are you guys going out of? We're going out of Clayton um, okay. down here near the lake. Right, okay. So, because my thought is, is, like, if you're in the river, right, it's like – it's probably – I don't know. I've, I've only been there one time. 
but like the river felt very protected compared to everything obviously in the lake but it was like is it calm enough where you can go in the river but then it just like does that call get made because like well we know some guys are gonna go to the lake so we cancel it like that doesn't seem right but at the same time if you're right at the mouth there then maybe maybe it's real bad everywhere I know yeah, was- I've, I've seen it real bad, like right here where we're putting in at um, one day of practice last year. It was blowing real hard on the lake, and I was like, well, I'm just going to stay here in the river. And it, it was – I mean, there was four-footers, you know. I mean, it was river. like in the river. The problem is it, is it it gets with that current, and it, it just comes in off the lake. Like even, even if the wind's blowing, like if it was coming like straight, like across the lake, like going towards Canada – it, the way the wind turns by the way the land lays right there at Cape Vincent, like to come down the river, it just kind of turns and just comes straight up. And so, I mean, it's kind of hard to say, but I, I don't know. I, I'm glad I'm not a tournament director in that situation right. um, because I, I, I am a little – I'm not going to say I'm scared because I'm probably not scared of a whole lot, um, but I'm probably more dumb on that situation. But anyways, <laughs> I, I was at the tournament, actually, the um, – the Costa Series at the time at Okeechobee when that guy, uh, when they had that boat wreck, um, oh, and the guy passed away, uh, Nick Kaler. Um, and, and dude, it wasn't even really that bad. Like when we took off, we took off out of the river and like, you could tell the, like the flags were straight out, but where we were at was protected. And like probably four miles into the lake, like didn't have much going on. And then all of a sudden you get to that breaking point. Well, like, I mean, if you're a tournament director and you go by, well, right here at the launch, it's fine. Well, like you just said, well, if you got guys that, you know, you think are going in the lake and you got eight footers out there and you've got a guy with a marshal going to go out there. I mean, I, I don't really know how you make that call. Um, totally. Again, totally. like I said, I, I'm glad I'm not. That, uh, that's a way above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. No, that's a valid point, man. That really is. Because you, yeah. you can't. Fishermen are crazy, man. Like they're going to like, especially the Johnson guys, the guys who are like, man, I can go in anything. They're going to yeah. go. And so yeah. you got to not protect that life. You got to protect <laughs> Right. That's, I mean, that's, that's the whole deal. And I mean, and I know, I think uh, I've heard, I don't know exactly how true this is, but I think there is some truth to it. If they, if there's a small craft advisory issued, I think all of our insurances like are voided if we go out there, Um, like all of our boat insurance. So if something were to happen, like, but, and I don't know if there's a, the way this, if there's a small craft advisory on the lake, does that pertain to us because it's actually legit tournament waters or, I mean, it's a whole, mm. it's a whole deal, but I don't know. It, it's, but, but for a tournament standpoint, it makes it very tough for a guy like me that, you know, doesn't have a lot of experience up here to decide what he wants to do in practice. Just like, you know, yeah. where you want to be, you know what you want to go do and go try, but do you really need to go spend that time out there when you may not even get to go out there? But, you know, one right. day. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy tough practice decision. Yeah. With two days. If you had three days, it'd be a little bit different. I mean, it'd give you another, you know, eight or nine hours. Because when you really look at it, it's really not two days because you can't practice Wednesday night till dark. Or, I mean, I guess you could, but you're going to be dead. Like, right. <laughs> be wore out. Yeah. How did the off day affect the Champlain tournament? Didn't seem like it had a major effect. Man, to be honest, I think it helped. Yeah. Um, I think it helped the fishing, like the actual fish, because they, you know, they kind of got beat up on day one. I mean, they wasn't really, you know, you got guys in in these areas in practice, and you catch, you know, one or two or three, and then you kind of move on. But then, you know, they get just sat down on top of on Thursday and just get the yanked on and get trolled over all day. Um, and, and it seemed like they kind of scattered out, like got really like kind of just disappeared halfway through the day on the first day, and then it's like they showed back up right at the evening as people like 
like the flight, I was in a later flight the first day and like stuff started, like people started leaving and it started calming down. It's like they showed back up. Um, and then I rolled up there, you know, after our off day, the, the second morning and like, dude, when I put my trauma down, they were everywhere. And I mean, I had a terrible execution day. I mean, I lost them and lost them, lost them, broke some off. But I mean, Small it just looked like there was a lot more fish back there like they were supposed to be. Right. Um, Needed a little resting time. It set them yeah, back up. Yeah. Cool. And, and then it got a little bit tougher during the day. And then day three, it wasn't it wasn't near as good. Fish were still kind of there, but they were getting harder to catch. Um, hmm. Like it started out like the if you threw it one, like 90 percent of the time he was going to run over there and eat it. And it got to where they would kind of just slowly follow it down and kind of would just sit there and hover around it and stuff. And hmm. I mean, you could swap baits up and, you know, get one to react every now and then. It wasn't near as good as it was when we started, but I, I really do think it helped things. And, and I'm going to be honest, I'm glad we didn't go out there because I was fixing to dread it because it was as bad as it was coming in the first day. I didn't want to go start the day having to go out there with it like that. And it been a freaking lightning storm as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Smart call by Lisa. Yeah. There's no doubt. For sure. Well, buddy, I want to take up too much more of your time, but last question, unless the guy's got something else. Uh, what do you think total weight-wise over four days can take? Man, it's hard to say it won't take 100 just because it has before and it's come so close, you know, in the past also. But uh, if somebody's going to do it, it's going to be, you know, your, your usual, you know, three or four guys, whether it's both either one of the Johnstons, uh, Jay Shakurik, you know, they, they've obviously Jay caught a hundred, Corey caught a hundred, but it's gonna, it's for sure gonna be around that ninety-five. I mean, they're just if they fish in the river or on the lake, like regardless of how bad the weather is, the guys that really know this place can, you know, can hide out of it or you know, go, know somewhere to go catch twenty-two to twenty-three and it, and it not be a problem. Um, so it's it's hard to say that that's not gonna be a, a deal. Uh, you know, as far as that ninety, I would say ninety-two to ninety ninety-five is like a guaranteed and. If the weather's okay, like if it kind of levels back out, it'll be real close to 100 again, I'm sure. Because, I mean, it, the, I mean, the fish have got to be, you know, as fat as they've been all year right now, I'm sure. I mean, that's how smallmouth kind of work. They just eat all all year till they stop when it gets too cold. Um, but yeah, I, I, and again, I'm no no smallmouth expert. Like I just made my first smallmouth cut a, a week ago, like or you know, two days. <laughs> Actually, yesterday. Hey-o. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh. But, but I mean, it just—it's just the nature of the beast here. Like they're just that big. If you can find the right ones and actually, you know, put them in the boat and get them to bite. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing, Andy? What was oh, that? Andy? What? It was, what was that? The wave report. Out. It was the wave report. I wasn't sure if. Can I put that up, Wes? Oh, I, it don't matter. Okay. okay. So, because you're talking if about public, if it's public knowledge, it's no problem. Yeah. So it's the wave report, right? So the only day that looks sketchy is thursday but one to three feet on the great lakes it's like a normal day yeah so i mean it's gonna be bumpy i don't see anything to where it's really gonna be all that bad for ontario because this is for mexico bay to the st lawrence hmm. uh, three footers for west really bad and then it, and then after that it's not bad yeah and a southeast wind too on lake ontario is kind of protected it's like the same wind here on that end of the lake so you should be all right. Nice. Well, maybe we'll go. I mean, I, I would rather not fish, you know, into Monday again. Like, just, <laughs> just go ahead and get it. Let's go ahead and get the butt kicking over with uh, as quickly as we can. Yeah. Well, I think, too, like, Sunday through, like, next Tuesday, the weather starts to change again for the worst. Oh, based really? on some weather models. So, yeah. 
could get well, interesting if they push I it mean, back. Around this time of year, I mean, it starts turning to like fall up here, doesn't it? Yeah, like it's it it's does. like right there. It's crazy, 100%. man. It's it was, when it's, yeah, you start like looking at trees and you're like, it's August. And they're like, yeah, oh, we were, we were driving, when we were driving over here this morning, I saw like 10 trees that the leaves were changing. Riley was like, yeah. are those leaves changing? I'm like, I, they're like, yeah, it's 110 <laughs> trees in the house. I don't know what's going on. Like, that yeah. started about a week and a half ago on like a lot of the smaller maple trees. They started turning red. God, so. that's crazy. I guess that's what I saw. I mean, we don't have very many maples down there, but like, I mean, all of our trees down there, they'll be green till yeah, – they'll be green all the way through the winter unless we get a real bad cold for a week. <laughs> yeah, so like, super jealous of that. Well, I was talking about the weather forecast changes come like Monday. Monday, the high in Buffalo is 68. Oh, my god! With a low of 50. Yes, so, sir. That yeah. means the wind's going to blow. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Probably on Sunday. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> Because oh, weather yeah. don't just change on its own. It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Wes, thank you very much, buddy. Good luck this week. Get after him. Make it, uh, make it, make it two smallmouth cuts, eh? Hey, you never know. You might, you might, out here you could stumble upon the freaking mother load and never know what happens. But we'll see. We'll go out there and give it our best shot and try not to, try not to, you know, sink a boat or anything like that. Yeah, let's, let's, so let's try that to be safe. <laughs> no, you, you broke the ice, man. You you got your first cut. It's downhill from here. I hear pins. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I appreciate the confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris Johnson. We're going to say you know, it Sunday. You <laughs> what bucket Wes is in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick me. Do not pick me. <laughs> Insider trading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I uh, well, appreciate it, buddy, and uh, I'm sure you got to get up early in the morning, get after him, and uh, good luck this weekend. We'll go get him. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good one. Have a good, good luck. Good luck, Wes. Good luck, Wes. See y'all. It's going to be an interesting one, guys. Uh, now that he's not in the queue anymore, I feel more comfortable talking about it. I don't want to get him in any trouble. But the way that that wind is going to set up, the lake is going to be perfectly fishable yeah. through those four days. I mean, obviously, that first day is going to suck. But, like – for somebody like the Johnstons or a Mueller or a Jay, like guys that have are comfortable in big water, they look at they look at that forecast and they're like, please do not change. <laughs> yeah, they like lick their lips. Like, this is gonna yeah. be fun. It's gonna kind of suck for the shallow bite-ish on the lake, but, but I think for I mean on a southeast wind though, like the guys that are fishing like we'll call it Black River to the mouth, it should be relatively protected on a southeast wind. Yeah, I mean the Canadian shoreline is going to get wrecked. Yeah. Like, sure. that's going to be ruined. But the New York side. Like, glue and everything, all those islands, the north yeah. sides are going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Whew. It's going to be interesting. Fun. I mean, if you look in the past where, like, Chad Morgan Taylor and Clark Winlet have fished out in the lake towards Henderson, that that's going to be perfectly fine. Yeah. Maybe a one turn. and a half to two footers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting event, boys. But I know so, that was a so long The Johnsons interview. don't like to fish on that side, do they, as often? No, they go Canada. Because right. it's home, right? Hey. Like, right. Hey. Yeah. And they have all that stuff that's found. That, like, <laughs> that's where they get their Timmy Hortons, Deacon. Timmy Hortons. I'll refrain from the Canadian jokes. Five pounds. <laughs> it's all good. Speaking of like Tim Hortons on a tangent here, I was telling you about this, Bailey, but they put a pontoon boat on Simcoe, which is like two and a half hours north. They're selling Timmy Hortons on the lake. I'm like, why can't they do that in Buffalo? I'd be yeah. rolling up, grabbing a coffee like every two hours come October. Wait, like, 
New business plan. Why aren't we doing this on any I'm talking like, let's find a place that's a little more protected than <laughs> you guys. We can make it coffee. regional. You guys sell your coffee. I'll be selling beers to the anglers. I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> we got to make this be I'll regional. be in a giant pontoon with just coolers everywhere. Dude, what talk about, listen, hold up. Here some high schoolers, okay? That are fishing fans. You have first you do coffee at blast off with in a pontoon boat, and then beers after. So like they get a fish that middle of the day in between, and then at the weigh in, it's beers in the same pontoon boat. Boom. Yeah, Franchise. I mean it's probably make, illegal yeah. in some states, but yeah, <laughs> probably illegal. <laughs> make it make it regional base. I mean, if you do your Florida th- to to the Alabama boys, you got to have Bush Light and Michelob Ultra. That's all they drink down there, piss water. And then up north, you can <laughs> have on, IPAs man. and Timmy Hortons, and you're good. Like you, just, you got a money maker. And then Tennessee and stuff, you got moonshine. You're good. Like some <laughs> business in the works, boys. I like it. <laughs> All right, we should probably start getting to the picks, but you guys have any more? I feel like the predictions for this week are relatively All straightforward. All right, it's gonna get one. Demiki Rig is gonna play less, and it's gonna be everybody staring at forward facing drop shotting. Like it's like Ontario. The- why, why does it play less there? Are they just not as often chasing bait in the middle of the water column. Yeah, versus- a lot of. It, it plays more like spring and fall because that's when your bait fish move back shallow, all your aloes and smelt, and that's when they'll start feeding up. This time of year, they're feeding down. The primary forage is gobies. So right. gobies don't have a air bladder in them, so they can't swim bladder, so they can't come up off the bottom. So they're primarily looking down or level. So and then crawfish, obviously, as well. But Andy, my video that I'm going to post about my win on Lake Ontario – uh, we'll debunk that. I'm sure it will, but <laughs> there's more to it too, though, right? Brandon, what did yeah. you say? Force them to look up. Like that's yeah. the new thing. It's and, not, it's I not. mean, I fish a drop shot. I run like 30, 36, 40 inches some days, and I try to get them to come up because everyone's so focused on getting them to eat down, but it's still goby colors. Yeah. So there's more current though, right? That has a big effect on the way they have to set up too, right? Yeah, yeah it depends. Yeah, it depends on where you are in Ontario. If you're closer to the mouth, there's a lot more draw. But if you're like out and away and south, there's probably almost zero current on Ontario. Gotcha. There's too much stuff blocking it. Big points and islands. Yeah. All right. Shall we get into it, fellas? We shall. Well, Brennan said it earlier. Deacon, you got to go first. Amen. <laughs> this is where he starts diving. Watch. <laughs> this is where the Dive. comeback starts right here. Oh yeah. From second to what are you in there, Brennan? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't over matter. Ain't over till the fat lady. Over, over, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. Bucket E. Uh yeah. Off air, we were talking about Bucket E, and everyone else was like, Oh, I have some pick that I know about. And I'm like, Yeah, I don't have anyone in here that I'm super confident. <laughs> yeah. um, I really don't. So so I went with Kobe Krieger. Um, he had a good tournament there last year. He does good up north, to be honest. He's more of a Champlain guy, right? Known for like big top waters and that kind of a thing. But he seems to do really well up north. Um, so that was uh that was my pick. So I'm curious to hear what you guys all have. Thank you. Boomer. Uh, Holman. Holman. And did you have Holman last week too, or was that Brennan? No, Brennan. but I wish I would have. Holman's pulling his head out, and uh, he out killed where? all five fish on day two. Out of where? Fish in the top ten. 
Where's, yeah, his, head? where's his head coming from? I'm just confused. What do you mean by that? Hey, wait, wait, well, I shouldn't say that. Holman, like, is oh, he's a streaky angler. Like, have you ever seen him? He's like, he'll win two and then get three lasts. And I'm not like two from last, but like last. But like, he starts to like get on a move where he gets kind of grouchy and he just takes off. So, and that yesterday's that tournament last week was. I think him just had – he's, like, had enough. You know what I mean? He gets grouchy, and he's he's going. And that's not a – like, he does good up north. But I, he would have made the top ten if he wouldn't kill all five of his fish on day two. They were all he five, killed of, all them five of them. Every one of them. Dead or oh, discount. my God. I saw oh, that in the post. What happened? I saw his, like, he's holding the uh, – no, 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 they weren't. Oh, those were, that was from pool noodles? It was pool noodles. On the live well, uh, I don't think that's pool noodles. I think that's the that they like had the stuff. those screens on a, a phoenix will will fill up with crawdad pinchers. Yeah, and what was green was, on it, it, was it was like green and blue. It looked like pool noodles. And there well, was a couple of people re- posting. He said he's <laughs> going to talk the, about it in his YouTube video. So oh, yeah, that comes out. So maybe it is pool noodles. I've had it happen before, and the blue was rejuvenated. Mm. Mm. So, anyways. Yeah, all five of them. I mean, that was a tough kick for a guy that's so far down on the points. But I look at every one of these guys, and I just – half of these guys are the ones that got on the social media and complained about uh, forward imaging. So <laughs> they're hard to pick, right? Because yeah. even though this tournament won't be as much of forward imaging, uh, in my opinion, maybe it will be. I think uh, it 100% will be, unfortunately. Yeah. I'd take Allman. Plus, he's You're taking him with greenfish? No. Take it oh, in the brown. Mm-hmm. I like it. Hot take. Hot I, I mean, I mean, we can't blame like everything Boomer says into some of these. I'm just like, what? And the guy's freaking kicking butt. So I got nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Holman smashes a man. Me yeah, too. I like that. Everybody dude. loves Bradley. To watch. All right, uh, Andy. I'll round out the caboose. You go next. Micah Frazier previously won on the St. Lawrence River. And he always fishes the same stretch somewhere between Ogdensburg and Waddington. And he catches them. I think last year he was in the top 10 as well. So, yep. That, there's my pick in Group E. That is a great pick. So far, we have we have been different. So, I'm yeah. feeling a little bit yeah. about this. All right, Brennan. All right. Well, I also went Michael Frazier. Uh, he, he was kind of a diamond <laughs> in the rough there. Um, I was close, though. I was. He didn't do well last year, though. No, he, I think he was like 15th or 14th. He did pretty decent. Are you yeah, thinking about yeah. Mark? I think he's got a he's got um, an open win here or a win, an elite win, and then he's got a couple of Yeah. Mark, see, hold on. And Micah both are in the 60s last year. We will fact check this right now. Okay. Check me out. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking it up. He didn't do good last year, I don't think. Maybe not last year, but he's got plenty of St. Lawrence success. Two years he, in a row. He, he won. won like the top. He yeah. won an elite. There you yeah. go. Got and then up. the year yeah. after, he finished in the top 10. So, yeah, yeah, pretty solid track record. Um, I, I didn't think there was a ton of great choices here. Um, I was thinking about Kyle Morsetter, though. Sturgeon Bay guy also had a pretty good uh, finish at Champlain, I believe. So another consideration there, but I am going Frazier. I dig it. Well, I really wanted to go Jashy Douglas, but I don't – I trust him. I don't trust his boat. So we're going to leave him alone for St. Lawrence River, and hopefully it's – What was his boat issue? 
I don't know. I, that's what I, I saw in the I post. I love was. hearing about boat issues. Yeah, everybody loves a good boat wreck. I love just because, like, oh, boats suck, but not even. I just want to know, like, what happened. And it's like, was it the Mercury? Yeah. I had a coil burn up last week, 30 seconds before a Tuesday night takeoff. No joke. Uh, hey, better, honestly, better then than uh, I, I blew a motor up uh, in my buddy's boat coming back uh, to a weigh in. Like, like we had our fish and you had, had them too. Five minutes to get back. Yeah. And luckily we did, we were able to have a boat come grab us in the, like just the perfect amount of time. But you want to talk about a stress level of <laughs> blowing a motor up, mm-hmm. seeing the, the way in and being like, we need to go right there like right now. <laughs> you couldn't last 30 more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man. And yeah, it's I hope amazing how many people pass you by the way was what blew me away. It's like, we were waving all these, you know, everyone coming in. You're just waving, 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 and like no one stopped. And finally, like, everybody stopped. It's like, wow. You're like, ah, that's one donator we don't have to worry about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I assume everything's good because he fished day two. I hope, I hope everything's all good. Uh, I think Josh could do really well in this in this event. But uh, I took a shot in the dark here, guy that qualified through the Northerns, and I went with Alex Weatherell. Hasn't had a good, you know, really great tournament this year. He had one top ten at what? Uh, what was it? Lay. Is it late? Some grinder. He had a top 10. Or no, Sabine. Sabine. Um, but he qualified through the Northerns. So I'm going to go with the guy that's from the North. Uh, a little shot in the dark on this one, but that's the only way I'm going to be able to catch old Boomer over here. So I, I thought about that. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, beyond that. Hey, I let mean, me let me highlight something. Okay. Whoever said Norsetter, I feel like that's going to eat everybody in this group. Tell you that right now. I don't think nobody picked. picked so I think Brandon said Norsetter is a big pick. That was and me. I, I gotta feel like he's gonna win this group. Win and group. I'm not gonna take him. I'm gonna stay honorable to Holman. But <laughs> I just got to do a little digging around, and I actually think he's the better pick. So if this show was about what's your best pick, I'm gonna stick with Holman. But I think Norsetter's the guy. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> like advice. Excellent advice. Do do what you. Don't do what you know you should do, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Don't trust your gut, is what you're saying. <laughs> just went off on the Holman thing. I'm going to stay with Holman. But Norsetter's been eating at me, and then Brennan said that. Oh, damn it. That's like Thanks. seeing a, a red light, and then like, I'm going anyway. I'm doing it. Good advice. <laughs> we can make it. Like yelling at your wife. I'm I probably should, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's right. That's awesome, though. Respect for right. keeping Holman. I like that. Yeah, that, right. yeah. That's right. When Holman wins with like 110 pounds of small mouth, we'll all eat our words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that can do it too. He's just so right. mad. He just goes to bust. He's so him. mad. Just out of spite. He's he's gonna gonna six pounders out and it's going to be on 20 pound in a jig. And he's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bolt flips freaking a six and a half. Just like nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Uh, I Lucky can't believe what the amount of people in the chat, guys, that are picking Pipkins and none of, a, yeah. none of us are choosing Pipkins. Pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know. I I like chat. I wish I could see the chat. I guess I'm glad I can't. You can. You can. There's a you just hit comments. It's the oh. last show. Dude, you, you figured out how to time travel and you can't read comments? <laughs> it's the last show. What the hell, man? <laughs> oh, I'll figure it out. The last show. <laughs> I got to get the worst part of the degree in engineering, computer engineering. <laughs> All right. Carry on. <laughs> Oh yeah, there they are. I got. I'm sorry, I've got the full screen on. <laughs> this has been going on. Boomer, you're, you're showing your age. 
I know, and this is what I used to do for a living. Dude, technology is hard, though. <laughs> yeah, it is, especially it is. at my age. Well, there you go. There's that giant chat button. Right hand well, yeah, I can there. see all these people. <laughs> a whole new world just opened to Boomer right there. I thought I thought it was like I thought for sure it was just like something that only the moderators got. He's just gonna you be know? engaging with people in the chat all night now. He's just gonna forget <laughs> he's even on the stream. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good, yeah. hey, good. Drew's comment. right. We should have been talking trash about Boomer all season. <laughs> he never uh, would have known. He never would have known. <laughs> I wouldn't have either. Oh, oh no. Man. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm, de- I'm derailing tonight's show. I'm glad it's the last one. I'm bringing you guys down. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, okay. All right, we'll, we'll make our season recap show in the next couple of weeks. So just a boomer roast. Yeah, we'll I do. need one. <laughs> yeah. All my, right. my teenage girls don't do it enough. I need more from everybody else. <laughs> more, more. Give me more. All right, Deacon. Bucket D. Bucket D. All right. Bucket D, man, I am I'm riding the Alex Redwine train in D. Um, again, I think I did this exact pick last year just because I was with him on the St. Lawrence River when he qualified for the elites, and it was a cool experience and all that kind of thing. And he went out into the lake, and I watched him absolutely demolish fish, uh, doing what he did kind of this week too, right, just with a drop shot at that time. So uh, excited to see him do well, super comfortable in big water, super comfortable in uh, chasing big smallmouth around, so. And he's he's fishing really well right now, and uh, yeah, he uh, he's he'll definitely I think he'll do well in this derby. I'm with that, Boomer. Uh, same thing. I think the two <laughs> I think the two picks in there is red wine and whoa 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 whoa. What giving away for? Well, not giving away picks, man. What the heck? I, I'd say I took red wine, but I think I, I really want to take Fouts because he saved my butt last tournament. <laughs> and you stuck like, it in there. You found a way to sneak it in there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm picking Fouts now. Anyways, Ooh. I'll take red wine and I'll be quiet. Red wine has more experience than Lawrence. Sorry. Oh, I love it. I love it, Boomer. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you got? Red wine. He's just on fire. Red wine. <laughs> red wine. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, what do you got? Red wine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did go red wine though. <laughs> yeah, fishing great. Uh, uh, roommates with Jay Shakur, that really helps. Jay's got a win here. They're both Great Lakes guys, him and Jay. Uh, if you're a Great Lakes guy, you just have a way different understanding of these bodies of water, and it's a massive advantage. So you got to take them. I'm taking yeah. red wine. I hate that. Uh... Old Zal Deasy here has been on a rough break because I kind of really wanted to take him in this one, but uh, I'm going with Old Fouts. Ooh, that is a good pick. Very solid. Damn you! I'm glad you all went red one. Thank you for the, <laughs> thank you for the deal breaker. <laughs> uh, Fouts is actually he's got a lot of time spent up there, and the past two events I've gotten a text from him in practice. Uh, on like the last or second to last day of practice. And he says, they better not sleep on me this week. So I'll be waiting for that text either tomorrow or Wednesday. If I get that text, it'll confirm that pick here. Insider trading. Yeah, yeah let, let us know so we can put our picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, the kid's riding confidence right now. I like it. He's Yeah, he had a great tournament last tournament. Mm-hmm. Sick too, super sick, wasn't he? Yeah, he said he's got a virus or something. 
dude, I had him picked and he made that post about being sick and like, not sure how he was going to do the final day. I'm like, come on, bud, get some Pepto, figure it out. Okay. This team's struggling. We got to go. Dude, I'm the biggest wuss when I'm sick. Like literally the, the idea of fishing a tournament on the great lakes being sick sounds absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it, it's fun, especially when the wind blows. <laughs> Super fun. Just have some dude wipes handy. You'll be good to go. Uh, All right. Group C. Dig it. Dude, I think this one's uh this one's tough for me. Not I'm I've been run, riding the Taku train, but literally with what Boomer said about the whole arm thing, it's got me kind of uh That's second, all a lie second guessing things is it really actually a lie no i have no idea i'm sure he's correct (laughs) (laughs) well if you look at his past there he finished first in 2021 right out of waddington Mm -hmm. and then he finished 13th in 2022 the other pick and i know i'm not trying to take away someone else's pick here but i was like dang someone else who does extremely well up north uh is justin atkins and Atkins has finished both second in the 2021 elite there. And then in the 2022, he finished 15th. So pretty dang close. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Atkins on this one. And uh, that is not a traditional Northern pick, but it should be. I know Bailey, I noticed Bailey always picks him up North, but um, it's good reason. If you actually look at the stats behind him, he, he really does catch him up both. Yeah. I'm going to jump the line here and just say, I'm also picking Atkins. Which I was looking at him for the Champlain event, and I didn't pick him, and he did really well. And then watch, yeah. I'll pick him now, and then he won't do well. This is just my my streak of history with, with Justin. Uh, hopefully, he does he does do well. But yeah, I'm also picking Yankees. Boomer, Taku, <laughs> Taku. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's fishing injured. I don't think that Champlain was. I, I don't know. I I think he's better when he's throwing a drop shot with a scope. And like Andy said, this is a drop shot scope derby where like, if you have to chase boulders, like he's the boulder genius, right? He'll be able to hunt them down and stuff like that. So Atkins is a good pick. Here's my, uh, this is the last show. So I'm just going off. (laughs) I think Gustafson's going to play. Yeah, I do play on Sunday. Big time. I think he's going to, I think he's going to make me wish I picked him. Okay. So that's my two cents. My three like cents it. is free. Your three cents. Andy, what about you? I'm surprised nobody has picked him so far. Paul Mueller. Last yeah. year, he almost had the Century yeah. Club. And then the year before, when they were all fighting over the one buoy, he went out and caught like an eight-pounder in the river. The guy gets northern smallmouth. He's one of the best with forward-facing. He's going to crack him. He'll be in the top ten on Sunday. I have a funny feeling. Boom. Great pick. Brandon, um, I too went Paul, and I I could I could see Paul like flat out winning this thing, honestly, dude. Um, <clears throat> I know the last tournament that he finished second in. I talked to him after the event. There was a walleye boat next to him, like several, not too far away. And I guess like at one point, one boat approached him and was like, "Dude, you got to get out of here! Like this is getting unsafe." And he makes the run back and is like, has like thirty minutes to spare, left him biting. And he just barely lost to Chris in that event. So mm. kind of a heartbreaker. He's kind of due for one. Paul pops off like once a year, it seems like, and he hasn't had one. He's fishing pretty good right now. I think he's in the classic. So he's got that monkey off his back now, assuming he doesn't bomb here. Um, I like Paul. I dig it. 
One thing I'd also look for some sleepers are uh, Jonathan Kelly has done well here in the opens. Like I think he was like fourth on the open that uh, Corey won. Um, and was fishing in the lake, uh, and then also Seth. Seth's always a, a wild card and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. All right, Group B, Deacon. Dude, I think this is the most cardinal sin of the year. Like, this should be a crime. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm not picking a Johnston in Group B. What? Like, no. Who? What are you doing? That I think I could ever say, but I'm going Clark Wendlet in bucket B. What? Absolute uh, Clark is so bet. good up there, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the one exception. One. That's the one exception. And he absolutely, like, you look at his stats on the St. Lawrence, and he finished in the top 10 every time. And he loves big water and he loves fishing on the side of the lake that he can get to yeah. in this derby on Thursday. So I'm going Clark Wendlet, and that is the craziest thing I think I've ever said. No, I love it. <laughs> I love That's it. That's he fair. catches them every time. It's like, oh, there's Clark. Like, <laughs> where's I don't know. I see you talk on live. He's like, I love big water more than anything else. I'll go in any of it. Like, and he, you know, he's an older guy. Like, he's like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it. Seventeen foot waves on Erie. Oh, ah, screw it. <laughs> the dude wrecks smallmouth though i mean for yeah. me a texas guy like he is a freak and he was one of the early adopters right of forward facing like he mm-hmm. was a garmin guy he was one of the few that had it early like he's been doing it a long time mm-hmm. yo yeah man i don't i don't know there's a ah i won't talk out of turn here boomer i think this bucket sucks <laughs> it is it's so messed Boomer's up going all these guys. he's gonna go throw a <laughs> glide all day in the river <laughs> I I have to take Corey. I, I think you just I think he's just got fishing downhill. I think he's mad that his brothers won and he hasn't. Like I watched him on stage the second day and his kid was like running around and you could tell he was mad he didn't have a bigger bag. He was like, oh, you could and and uh, like uh, what's Dave the announcer? He's like, your kid's all over the place. Yeah, he's all over. The place. I don't really care. Just weigh my bag and get me out of here. I think he's just mad. Like I can't take anybody that doesn't feel like the the guy's but got being money. mad could be a distraction too because now you're thinking too much. Well, maybe except for the fact that he just keeps getting better every tournament. So fair enough. I think he's a driven guy. He's a guy that I would not crack a Canadian joke in front of. I'll tell you that right now. I wouldn't be like, "Hey, it's <laughs> French fries and gravy," you know. I think he would just what? grab you and break you. <laughs> Called Putin. It's in the cheese boomer. <laughs> right. He would bust you in half and throw you down under his boat and then drive over you on his way out. That's what I like about him. He'll, he'll back up first and then go over you again. <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, make a Canadian joke, eh? Meet you up. Leave you there. <laughs> I kind of like that about him. But uh, of the picks, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not like giving Deacon credit, but that was a good pick too. That was a really good pick. Thanks, Andy. Anyways, I'm going his brother. I'm taking Chris. Ooh. No explanation needed. Just <laughs> he's, Chris. he's gonna be. He's gonna be in the top ten. Corey will either win it or his boat's gonna break down every day, and you're gonna see him in three different boats because that's happened to him on the same Lawrence. Trolling motor's gone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what happens when you're mad. You overlook the little things. Uh, yeah, maybe. He's just so <laughs> mad. 
<laughs> Brendan, what do you got? I'm, I'm going to fall into the Corey Johnston trap. I mean, he's been a bridesmaid for too long. I, I fully understand like the anger thing. And uh, I think that could add some extra motivations, but he needs a win and this is his best chance to do it. And he knows it too. So he's uh fishing mad at him for sure. I'm picking Corey. I like it. Uh, I feel like it was a crime for Bassmaster to put these guys all in the same bucket. Uh, <laughs> at least the, the bottom half is is pretty messed up. Uh, because I mean, I do didn't like that Ken- one. Li- what I'd say, I was gonna say, didn't Kenta win an open there? Uh, or like real I close? close. I will yeah, fact check. He he almost wins every open, doesn't yeah. he? That yeah, guy's I mean, yeah. dude has got to be open one of the best camp. opens anglers ever. Yeah, he loves big honestly. Fields. <laughs> or he took like second or third 31st last year 18th oh that was the elite hold on open it was 31st oh, oh yeah he's only won yeah. one at that's the it. james james sorry geez andy i thought uh, one i feel like one of them almost won i just don't remember which one um one of those japanese anglers well taku did win I know. So I was talking about an open. <laughs> there was an open there that one of them did really well. Yeah. Well, uh, this one, there's so many freaking picks. If you want some more sleepers, you got BP down here. Uh, BP with more years under his belt of using forward facing sonar. Um, and then you have no. Cliff Perch. No, but he's had less. He's, he's just good yeah, this is what he, his was, he wasn't year allowed to have. He wasn't allowed. No, to sorry, sorry, years. sorry. Uh, I, I, might have misunderstood what I was, I was saying. More years like experience with forward facing yeah. sonar now. Like he's than, saying he's more dialed in than yes, yes. He's Sorry, now, I, he's now caught up to the crowd. He's oh, said that. Oh, I, got you. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe he competed without it for so long. Like, I can't remember I, how I, mad he was. Can't how I don't know how any of those hummingbird guys. Did. You know what? You know what? After what I've been hearing through the grapevine, I, it, I have so much more respect for Brandon. Though I loved Brandon like as a fan to begin with, but like. <laughs> From like a guy that has jump shipped, so many angles have jump shipped from brands because of the forward facing sonar deal. I love that Brandon stuck through that. Like that just shows loyalty, like the ultimate sponsors angler, like total character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That says a lot. Tim Price with Hummingbird is the man, though. Like if you guys ever meet him, he is the man. It's a legend. Uh, That's the thing. A really sneaky pick. I mean, you got to be feeling crazy to pick him, but another one that does well here. Clifford Perch, uh, but I'm also jumping on the Chris Johnson train. Brock Mosley on the large mark fight. <laughs> yeah. I will say I was actually somewhat debating Ike in this one, too. Austin I was Felix. looking at him. I was thinking that, but, too. But the classic cut, he's like three places above it. I think he's going to play it safe. Yeah, fishing the He's going to try to catch like 21 pounds a day and finish. Yeah, like, like he's right 30th. now, he's like the third person safe. Like he's in the classic as of right now. I think he's going to play it safe. Dude, he might want to fish the classic. Not that there's any way of judging this at all, but like outside looking in, I got to imagine like he's got to probably want to get back to the classic more than anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, after how last year went for him, Mm -hmm. you know, he's having a great turnaround. Yep. But yeah, that's a hard bucket. All right. Let's round it out. Super hard bucket. Group A. Man, I'm going Shakira. No, No questions needed any reasoning other than that he won last year and he's an absolute hammer on spinel. That's just a hard bucket too. I do like that Shakira pick. 
Boomer? Walters. Really? He yeah. loves him some Walters. Apparently. Well, Walters, one, hasn't let me down. Two, he's a rough water genius. I watched him in the MPFL run out um, to Peely Island in a small craft advisory and made it and practiced and came back when the rest of us were all like in our little hotel rooms crying. <laughs> and uh, he just made a top 10. He's a, he is a, in my opinion, the highest, he can't let you down. And I can bring this up in this bucket now, cause I didn't want to bring it up in the earlier buckets, but it, all the guys with the most experience are going to do better with a shortened practice. And Walters has been there a hundred times and he's done good there. So. Like he it. just he's like a if you picked him all year long, you probably would be doing pretty good. He's You're fishing amazing. Three top tens. Yeah. Seven. It's, top, it's yeah, been seven, a very quiet, quiet but great Patrick Walters year. Quiet but yeah. great year. Yep. As a yeah. Yeah, he's a great pick. Support that for sure. All right, Andy. The Johnston killer. Coop. I'm taking Coop on Lake Ontario. Oh. When has he killed the Johnsons? What a because too. Wow. Yeah, no, um, Cooper is probably just as good of a smallmouth angler as the Johnstons, if not better. He, when he fishes against them in Simcoe. I don't he think he's them. earned that yet. Come on. I, I, I'm, when I think he he's fishes against good. them on Simcoe, he has beat them on Simcoe. Yeah, that's a diff- way different fishery, though. Yeah, and the Johnstons fish Simcoe more than Ontario, probably. Probably. So, the Johnsons aren't even in this bucket, Andy. And like, I'm gonna clip that. I'm gonna tag the Johnsons in it too. Good, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll go over well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How angry Corey is. Andy's tires at the ramp when they go to Erie to be slashed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. I think if there's like somebody, if the Johnsons are like one, two, is what I'm saying. If there's anybody in this field that has as much experience on his on Ontario as they do, it's probably Cooper. Not in years, but he's probably spent like the same amount of hours out there when he could since he's been fishing. Like if you take the time he started from when they fished it, they probably have equal, if not the same amount of hours on that lake before forward facing soda. Forget it. Talking now. Last three years, four years. You're going around in circles here, Andy. <laughs> I know. All right, but what I heard, Cooper, they're all Cooper will be there. Yeah, Cooper's better than the Johnston brothers, and then he just dropped a mic. Yeah. Jeez, no, the like, Johnston oh. brothers are great anglers. I just think Cooper is going to get more credit after this northern swing, and it's going to be like Cooper is just as good, is what I'm saying. It was a decent save, Andy, but you still said Cooper was better than Johnson Brothers. I said he's going to be the Johnson's killer. I didn't say he's better. You did. Be you did. Killer. We can rewind the track. We should go yeah. down the list and, and see who's better of all of these. It's like the, to- <laughs> it's like the Trocar conversation. Your <laughs> look, if you said, if you said, in as like you look at the end of all their careers, if you told me that Cooper was going to be more successful, I wouldn't be surprised just because I think the kid has all the talent needed. To do so, he's got the work ethic. I think right now, though, I don't think you can say he's better than the Johnsons when it comes to smallmouth. But that's not to, that's not to say he can't go prove that. I, I'm fully supporting thinking that he could, but I don't know. Hey. But in that being said, too, I also picked Cooper. 
<laughs> so he sit here and you just razzing me. And also, he's, like, yeah, he's like, I agree with you, but I'm going to say I disagree with you, then agree with you. I disagree with you that he's, he's better yeah, than we the Justins, right but, I, but I think he's the best in this bucket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was just on. Uh, he was just on the bus, Andy. He got on the bus and ran you over earlier. Sorry. <laughs> I turned the bus on. Somebody we else got drove. all on the bus. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I turned the bus on. Somebody else drove. I sat in the back seat. <laughs> and then he took his turn. Yes. <laughs> all one, right. one, uh, one thing that I keep thinking about on Champlain, how impressive. And I think it has to do with obviously the forward facing sonar. And I think it may also have to do with just how seasoned and how there is like, I wonder what the average age is on the elite series, right? Like it's got to be fairly old. Um, but the amount of rookies is someone eating a candy bar or something here. Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> fidgeting. <laughs> Andy's mad. He's, he's, got, he's got his fidget spinner out. <laughs> a little fidgeting. Okay. Anyway, the amount of rookies, the amount of rookies that absolutely smoke them uh, and have smoked them up north here lately is insane to me. Like the amount of rookies yeah. that did so well on uh, the well, on Champlain, and then last year on the St. Lawrence too. It's just like it's it's impressive to me to see the young guys come out and absolutely kill it up north. I think. I mean, this is a whole show in itself, and I know we still got Brennan's pick to go through, but like that is. I think that's a techno a technological learning curve that the younger guys are just picking up faster. Right. So they were high it. Yeah. For sure. A lot of like if you look at look at some of the arguments that are going on right it. now. If you look at some of the arguments that are going on right now, you'll notice a lot of guys are just I've made it to this point, don't want to accept it, right? Yeah. But if you're going through the opens even last year or twenty twenty two or twenty one or whatever, you knew that if you didn't master forward imaging you were you were never going to make it right so some of the a lot of the rookies were forced i remember bryant had to learn how to do it i mean yeah. he just he learns fast we remember like in that show last week he had nothing going in practice that first day and then all of a sudden he's in the top 10 he got one clue he told me that he was given one clue and he just turned his forward imaging on and went but he had had two years of learning it right but like if you're really good at flipping grass it's like the old days of like could could I don't even go this way? Could Brower have made it in the elites in the last three years? You know what I mean? If he didn't question. suck it up, Great I, I think that's the argument. <clears throat> Anyways, we Brandon. could have a whole show on this. You're right. Yeah, that's true. Sorry to derail that, Brennan. I know you still got to do your pick. No, it's all right. Mine's uh, not. It's not a very compelling pick, but uh, Jay Shakurit. Um, oh, yeah, Great Lakes guy. That's all I got to say. And he's got the track record here. I mean, the the shortened practice too. I mean, if you look at his success last year, I want to tell you that was the first time he had been there. Crazy. Rolled up, won the sucker, and uh, got two days of practice. And I don't think it's going to matter. So, Jay Shakir. Are you concerned that he won it off of one spot though? No. (laughs) No, not really. I don't know. I mean, he's a great lakes guy. Like I said, I keep going back to like that generic statement, but – just being able to break down water quickly. It's a different breed. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is, dude. It's a, it's just a different understanding, right? Like no different than a, than a TVA guy. You know, if you implant somebody from up north and put them down there, like they could figure it out and have a, a pretty good tournament, but I don't think they're going to win. I think Jay Shakira could win again. 
So, yeah, I mean, dude, there's some of these guys are getting so good up here that it's. Well, the Johnsons, I feel like, are heavy favorites. Like, there's a whole list of these guys that, like, Shane LeHue had a like, he had one slip up last year in last year's event that he could have won last year. Was it last year or two years ago? Where he had like a, he had like two monster days, like day three and four monster days. But his day two, he had like, I don't know, it was like 17 or something like that. I, I can't remember what it was, but he had Is that, some... was that the derby that they're like U.S. water only and he was fishing like shallow oh, yeah. up the river? I think so. Yeah. He had like 27 pounds, then 26, something like that. Like there's, there's guys in here that could all do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt yeah. Robinson shocks everybody. I mean, <laughs> come out of nowhere. He does. Yeah. Could you He's imagine a good year, probably stick with win St. Lawrence? Like that'd be. I think I that case mind. is all the stuff that you need about sensitive rods, right? Like I yeah. have ugly tricks. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Boomer walks away coincidentally. Yeah, Boomer's like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly stick is way better than Alpha Angler. <laughs> oh, God. Just because he's not here. Let's see, let's see in the chat. Yeah. Roast, roast Boomer in the chat while he's gone while you guys are at it. We've had some people <laughs> roasting him the whole while. I think he forgot how to look at comments. Drew, Drew Gregory, by the way, totally out topic. Boomer sucks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's get some let's get some roast boomer in the chat. Um all right. What do you guys have for weights? Um, I'm kinda in between what Wes was saying. Uh he was saying like he thought guaranteed ninety two to ninety five. I'm going ninety eight four, so I don't think it's gonna be a hundred something again. But um yeah, I don't know why I came up with that other than just kinda in between and I don't feel like I feel like the century club's a real special thing and I don't think it's gonna happen again. Oh, yeah. This year. Uh, Andy, what do you got? 102.11. It's been getting cold in New York at night. Those fish are starting to get fat. There's a lot of six pounders being caught in front of Buffalo in the last like three to four days. They're starting to feed up big time. Winter's coming early this year. So I would expect it's going to take over 100 if they can get on the lake and fish it all four days. Boomer, I have ninety, and I can hear you guys. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> we're hoping you could. My wife turned Major League Baseball back on. I had to go regular. Right <laughs> AKA, you I were about to time travel. She was yelling like she was yelling. That's why, she, ball, that's why she I muted it. <laughs> yeah. That's why he muted it right there. <laughs> and it wasn't muted. We heard the whole thing. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> year. Uh, I had 96.5 I don't know why but I think the weights that we've chosen all year long have been lower than I don't know it would be interesting start. we haven't really fact checked the weights that we've all put on would be interesting no, I think we've been a little bit lo- I mean I don't think a champlain was the size we thought it would be even with the big bags yeah good question Brennan um, I went 101.7. I was going to go 110 because Coleman, you know. Gosh, right? <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, came back down to reality. I'm going 101.7. 101. Probably won't be home in Boomer. Sorry. It's fair. <laughs> I went on the uh, side of thinking positive here and I went with 104.6. Holy cow. Now, here's the real question Is someone going to drop a dirty 30 of smallmouth? Could happen. Or multiple 
bags of dirty thirties. It's like it's weird because Buffalo to like Clayton is an entirely different like weather like weather pattern. It gets colder up there sooner. The lake is always cooler. Um it always seems to be like two to three weeks ahead of what Buffalo is, and we already are seeing water temp drops in Buffalo, and the fish have already started putting the feed bag on here. So I'm going to be really – it's going to be interesting to see how big a fish they actually catch and how round they actually are. Man. Dang. It was two yeah. weekends ago. They were already starting to get fat. Yeah, um, like I – mean, Andy, it was a nice twist from – on Erie for how pressured those fish already are of like when you watch fish go down on live on your drop yeah. shot, you're like, Oh yeah, they'll eat it when Erie, they don't eat the freaking thing. Yeah. And then you go on Ontario, you watch a fish, you throw 30 yards away from the damn thing and it comes running over <laughs> like it's on crack <laughs> and it eats it. And you're like, you don't even have time to close yeah. your bail to get your line ready. You're like, and it's already got it and it swam a hundred yards the other direction. Like it's nice to yeah. see fish like that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that gives you the perspective of Ontario and the river, right? There's so much more, fishable water up there that there's a lot of fish that never see a flatworm cast them because you know that's what 99.9 percent of the field is going to be throwing at them and but not, um they're lying yeah they're not they're lying besides brandon he throws like that x-zone slammer and he catches them so it's like all the respect in the world for that because you know everyone's throwing flatworms but absolutely uh, boomer awesome. can you confirm or deny if he uses bait fuel oh i can't I I don't know. I've never. Come asked. on, dude. I will <laughs> tell you. That, <laughs> I will. I will tell you He's that he was, right there in front of us. I said, "What were you throwing at the?" Because he had a pretty good day too, and I, and we were just talking about it. And uh, I said, "What were you throwing at him?" He said, "Why well, I was throwing a bigger bait," and he totally like deflected. And I was like, "That's not like him." So then I brought it back up again. I'm like, "So, anyways, yeah, I know that a lot of guys were throwing the baby Z too, and blah blah blah." And, and so I just kind of hinted. I'm like, "Yes, yeah, so what were you throwing?" And, well, the bit, I was throwing a little bit bigger bait, and I'm like, you're not going to tell me, are you? <laughs> you have something secret. I got something sneaky you don't know. Goes, oh, I'll tell you. And I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I'm I don't like, want to know. Now. No, I'm going to find out if I can. I'll snoop this out through the grapevine. I can't believe you're not going to tell me. You got all sneaky all of a sudden. Oh, he's going to get home. Boomer's going to be in this garage shuffling through the boat trying <laughs> yeah. to find the bait. Where, Where is, is it? it? <laughs> Yeah. He's going to knock on his door. I, mean, I can't figure it out. Tell me. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that he was like, I'm like, you're like the best angler in the world. And you're playing the same game as the guys at a, like a Wednesday night or boat ramp. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I got to my spot, <laughs> threw in there. I caught another like super vague. I'm like, you're not they were that biting on plastic. That's the most <laughs> That's like, really dude. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> My favorite Probably. is you those conversations when they're at the ramp and they're like, well, I just made a little adjustment. And I'm like, you didn't make an adjustment. You've been fishing this lake for a hundred years. It's the only lake you fish. You just went to another spot. That's not an adjustment. Yeah. <laughs> I, just changed, I changed my boat angle by one degree. <laughs> make an adjustment. Oh, gosh. Anyway. You probably stole some of that taku sauce, the, the cocaine that he's got in that bottle. I, I heard I'm still that dying he to find that. He gives it out to the elite guys and tells them what it is. I think what? Brandon did have them. Yeah. Dude, I found it. I can't tell you where I found it. I'll tell you after the show, but I got some. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You need to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bud. 
I will pay heavy dollars for that. Daddy found it. <laughs> By heavy dollars, Daddy all twenty dollars. Did he say Daddy found it? <laughs> Daddy found it. That's right. <laughs> he leads back in the chair. Daddy found it. Yeah. No <laughs> Next thing you know, there's gonna be a bag. Found it, boys. That's right. It's like a, it's like a Jack Sparrow with the the jar. He goes, got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I got All a right. funny. I let me ruin the show one more time. I got yes. a, <laughs> Brent. So like, like I work at home, right? I'm a fisherman and I own my own business. I sit in my own office. I have like no good clothes, and my wife's been making fun of me that every time we go to dinner, I wear a Taco Warehouse T-shirt. Like every time, dude. Yeah, I came. In, I came. Yeah, I came in the other day with the bright wet, the bright red one that Brendan's wearing. And like I'm like date night shirt, and my wife's like, "You can't wear that, not the bright red one." And then we lie on the show, and my wife's like, "Brennan's got the date night shirt on." <laughs> <laughs> so, so you went and put on your dress tackle warehouse shirt then, like you got the gray one, the heather gray with blue. Uh, that is the one, man. Yeah, the that's wedding. the dress one. Yeah, that's the that's wedding the one. We call that the yeah. wedding one. Yeah, there's a funeral one too. There's a black one. <laughs> oh my, there's a funeral. Jeez. <laughs> Will, Are we talking like the black and the black and white one, or the black with like the wood, the wood background fish logo? Oh, the wood one's just classy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you wear that one with wing tips. <laughs> right. right. Here we go. Clint Clint said Boomer will steal Vandy's hard drive to find the secrets. <laughs> Yeah, I had talked to those clowns yesterday. <laughs> Dustin Wilkie's been busting me the whole time, too. He, has. he needs to be getting ready for his next MPFL event. Get off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you hooligans. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love Wilkie. All right. So there's there's three more things we need to cover. We can go around the horn on a couple of them pretty quick. Um, first, what do you guys think Big Bass is going to be? Let's go around the horn, Deacon. Big Bass? Yeah. I'm going to say a touch under eight. I'm going to say – Didn't Paul Mueller have the eight in, yeah. what, July last eight year? One or something. It was like immediate No, 714. Yeah, like immediate okay. post-spawn. I'm going to say it's going to be two ounces below that, so it'll be 712. That is the current record, too, with uh, Bassmaster still, yeah. isn't it? Paul's – Big yeah. small. Yeah. Okay, maybe it's not going to be that big, but I'm going to say 712. I'm going to be optimistic. 712. Okay. Brandon? I'll go slightly under Adam. Um, give me seven, ten. Seven, ten. Boomer. I was gonna go six, eleven. Feel kind of bad now. I'm gonna get on the seven train, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven six. I don't think it's gonna be that high. Andy. Yeah, I'm on the seven train too, but I have seven three. Seven three. So like our fish, but yours farted or something. Yeah, yeah pretty much. much. Pooped out a perch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh let's run through our drain the lakes and then we'll cap this sucker man. off by so talking about uh, that. Talking about AOI race. Good. Yeah, I was gonna say we gotta really get into AOI and ROI. Mm-hmm. All right, I got mine up here, so I'll rattle off quick because I saved them my entire season. Uh, for this event, so they better do well. Uh, I have Atkins, Cooper Gallant, Jeff Gustafson, Chris Johnson, Corey Johnson, Brandon Polinick, Jason Currett, and Takuido. Whoever's got theirs yeah. up, let it rip. Got it. I got Coop, Taku, Chris Johnson, Corey Johnson, Shakirat, Kamara, Bryant Smith, and Clark Wenlet. 
Ooh, Smith, you still had nice. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I've got Clark Wenlet, Chris Johnson, Corey Johnson, Coop, Jacob Fouts, Justin Atkins, Cody Huff, and Kobe Krieger. Ooh. Brennan? Can I go last? She's, yeah, she's still picking. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got a plan for you, Brennan. Don't you worry. Okay. Boomer, okay. what do you got? I got Robertson, Ito, Huff, Fouts, <laughs> Douglas, Fujita, Lehu, and Wong. I like it. Brennan, it's all you, buddy. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, no, this, this was not necessary, I promise. But I went Justin Atkins, Corey Johnston, Cooper Gallant, Taku, Chris Johnston, Paul Mueller, Jay Shakurit, Clark Wenlet, and that's going to be the nail in the coffin. I'm going to win it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Sorry, Deacon. What, what, what's your percentage there? What? Oh, let me pull up the, the ranking here. I think you surpassed me, Adam. So on drain the lake, I think so. Drain the nine. lake, Adam. Yeah, because you got those bonus points. You got the winner. You are winning by two hundred and fifty points, Adam. Yep. No pressure. Ninety-seven point three percent. You beat Brennan by five hundred points last event. That's a big jump. Yep. Slap uh, in the face. We're coming back, baby. This is it. <laughs> hey, let me just rephrase this. Everyone beat Brennan last event in drain the lake. Yes, I had a bad one, dude. And everyone beat me in fantasy fishing, so it's okay. It, it happens. It's we right. all have bombs. Yep. <laughs> Easy how you say that, Andy. <laughs> Easy how you say that. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Good play on words by Drew. Yeah, yeah. Drew. That's funny. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Drew Gregory just said, is that a need to breathe shirt? Yes, it is. Saw him in concert last week. Best band yes. ever. Hey, I, I just love being I able to see the comments, man. You're so becoming welcome to the last week. <laughs> oh I finally got on board. You got tech savvy boomer over here. <laughs> With a little yeah, group I, guidance. He'll be adding contact names to his phone numbers next week. <laughs> <laughs> Pictures. Changing ringtones, backgrounds. Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> He's gonna start his own Instagram page in the next month. <laughs> I've gotten to the I've gotten to the amazing age of having teenagers that can do all that stuff for me. Be like, I can't stand that I can't get this voicemail. Just hand the stuff over, and the girls are like, "Gosh, Dad, He's it's so, so easy. Why is it so hard for you?" Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh, all right, go. let's let's get into this thing. Angler of the year. <laughs> I was I was genuinely surprised that Welcher took back the lead. I thought I honestly going to Champlain, I didn't think Welcher or Kyle would be leading it leaving Champlain. I'm genuinely surprised. What do you what do you got? What are your guys' thoughts on that? I, I, let me actually screen share the rankings here. Yeah, I was gonna say I've got Yeah, I was pulling up. So I don't got, think there's been a season that I have looked in a long time where Patrick, Patrick Walter was not in the top seven. For real. He is season 10. Always there. That's oh, I yeah. Mean. Sorry. I'm, don't mind me. Here's one thing, though. And I, I'm just sometimes the AY points, they can. My I always sucked at math. So you have to forgive me here. But the only thing that's glaring to me looking at this is seeing we're at St. Lawrence. Yep. And Jay Shakurt's in fourth. Is that enough reach if Welcher was to have the a bad bomb. tournament? Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's what thirty? 
was that 36 52 minus 16 yeah it's 36 36. so so if Shakir finishes 10th and Walter finishes 46 they would be tied to points damn okay that's huge then so if if like wow yeah, I mean, really, the it probably there's probably not a comeback. What past? Go down a little bit, like I mean, ninth it'd and tenth. Be, it'd be tough, like yeah, like Schmidt or Blaylock. Like once you get down to there, it's probably really yeah. I think like ninth is like eighth is probable. You could have a rookie of the year AOI here if everyone above him bombs, but realistically, like. Welcher's gonna have to catch them, and same with Cobb, to have a chance to win. So basically, when you're if you're looking at this, if you're Welcher or Cobb, you're saying, "I need a top 30. Yeah, yeah, to guarantee themselves yeah. from Jay Shakirat, not right. Shakirat, Walters, Safuentes, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's scary one for this too that we didn't even yeah. talk about. Yeah, like. Realistically, I think anyone from one to six has a chance. Because 52 points is quite a bit, quite a lot. And then, yeah, I mean, it's possible, but yeah, from yeah. a probability standpoint, man, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'll go down to uh, Regita. I think that's where I draw the line just because of who he is, I guess, with yeah. the chance of, of chasing fish around with forward facing sonar. Yeah, but then you also have to worry about Shakira at Walters. Right, right, you're right, you're right. So. Okay, you're right. Yeah, realistically, like top five or six. Yeah, yeah I think the odds of Shakir and Walters not, and even Safuentes not having a top 25 in this event are very, very slim. Yeah, I, I, I think this is the chance. Shakir has a real chance to win AOI in this. And I feel like Welcher last year was in the same boat, wasn't he? Like going into the end of it. Or I feel like we've talked about this before, where he's he's super consistent, phenomenal angler. And then he's, and he's starting to figure out the northern fish. You're saying Welcher? I mean, if I were to say out of the the him or Cobb right now, the guys that have the the point differential from, I mean, twenty four is a decent bump on Cook, but I'm looking at those. I mean, just Welcher's mindset. My money be on Welcher can close this out. Okay, I would not rule it out one bit. I think I think Welcher realistically could do it. I just saying, dude. I called Jay Skirt when when in uh. Angler of the year at the beginning of the season. I want him to win, but I think I think uh, Welcher could still seal the deal. No problem. And Drew Cook finished 22nd here last year, so you can't mm-hmm. even count him out. So, like, uh, St. Lawrence is such a be fun to watch. It really yeah. is. Like, guys, because so you, I mean, Andy, you know it full well. I mean, Deacon, you've been there too. Uh, Boomer, Brent, I don't know if you guys have ever been up that way. Never but like, St. Lawrence. You can very easily, like, if you just go and just graph a bunch of shoals, you can stumble upon really good fish. And it's not, I'm going to be straight honest, it's not hard to catch them. If you understand how to just keep your bottom contact with a drop shot, <laughs> you're going to catch those fish. So it's like, if you can land them, like, if you just find the right fish, it's easy for guys to stumble upon fish because they're not going to go anywhere. And it's New York State in a small mouth on the Great Lakes. Yeah. Like, you have Surgeon Bay experience. Those fish tend to live in the same areas over and over year after year it's the same day deal with like ontario and the st lawrence river if you catch big ones in one area of the river there's always big ones there it's just will they bite or not and some days depending on the wind one drift they might not bite but if you can get over on another one where the wind's right they'll bite 
So you have to be more worried about wind direction, I think, than finding the fish. Yeah. Well, I think the lake negates all of that, though. Yeah. Oh, the lake, yeah. 100%. If you have wind on the lake, it's common de facto. They're going to bite. <laughs> so like, it yep. doesn't matter which way it blows. You just have to figure out which way they're set up on a contour break with boulders. And, you know, Jay will be on the lake. And I don't know where Kyle fished last year. Was he in the river or was he on the lake? I can't imagine he was on the lake. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a lake guy. Doesn't seem like a lake guy. I remember watching one of his practice videos, dude, from last year, and he was, like, frogging in areas. Like, he was trying to catch largemouth. I don't know if he was just screwing around or actually trying to get something going, but I feel like he's he's evolved, I think. SLR, man, there's some kicker largemouth. Sure. And they're dumb because they don't get fished for. (laughs) And that's that's the scary thing, too, is, like, when we look at it for this year, like – 20 pounds is going to get you shit. <laughs> like 20 yeah. pounds, you might be missing the cut. Mm-hmm. I think um, Wes Logan last year caught 20 pounds both days and finished like 65th. Yeah. So, like, you you, you better have like 23 to 24 pounds just to have a shot at the top 20. This is unreal. Rich from Hellabass yeah. coming here with some really yeah. good Yeah, Hellabass is uh, good work. He's got Cobb has a 71st and 81st in two appearances out of Clayton. So the way it went with that, I'm the way I'm looking at this, there's a few different perspectives. So Cobb is probably shitting himself a little bit because yeah, climbing uphill. He has, but no, also the way I think about no, it, no, too, I mean like not in a positive way. I'm just saying like he I feel like we've seen him also be very close to an AOI title yeah. going into New York. Like yeah. Uh Welcher, I feel like I don't know. I feel like he's so calm, and I don't know if maybe it's like because the whole poker thing that he can play it off as he's calm. I can't imagine anybody that knows they're in first in a territory where they have some of the people hunting them down that they do is that calm. But at the same point in time, he seems like a guy that can easily make a gamble and not give a shit how it turns out, so it can be very scary. Uh, But at the same point in time, the way I look at it as you have Jay Shakur very easily – I'm saying not gonna say easily, Re- very reasonably can come from behind on this. Even Walters, it's only three spot differential. Mm-hmm. I- I'm gonna go as either gonna be Jay or Walters. Even uh, if Fuente says it's gonna take over Welcher, over Welcher. Uh, I don't know if I'd take that one. I think if the Northern Swing had one less pure smallmouth lake, like if they went to the Mississippi Mississippi River instead or something like that, Cobb would be a no brainer. He's just I fishing. Will- too good. He's just not a scoper and he's getting beat by the scopers. I just will say though, because with the lake fishing as good as it is and the river fishing not so good. I mean, even guys that ran to Clayton in that um, the open didn't I mean barely hit 20 pounds. Mm. I don't know. Part of me thinks it's later in the year so these fish might be more consistent. That They might have been in that transition, but I don't know. I mean, even like some of our buddies, I mean, Dean Meckes, Andy, we were talking about, he said the river's fishing horrible this year. Yeah, there's little pockets in the river that are fishing really good, but one mm-hmm. day you crack like a 25-pound bag and you can go back there the next day and you'll catch 15, 16, and then the third day you'll catch 25 pounds again. Jeez. So, and it's all because we we haven't had like a constant wind direction. It's like southwest, north, northeast, southwest, north northwest north and it's like like we've had more north wind this year than i can ever remember and uh rich asked what my wind projection for the lake on thursday is it's going to be completely fishable 
uh, one to threes. Canadian shoreline will be rough, but everything down the, um, the New York shoreline will be fine. It'll be a breeze. So yeah. if, uh, if the shortened practice has an effect on them, you guys think it'll be like Walters or Secure it. If Welcher can find a place to scope him off the shoals, he's almost unbeatable. Is that what you're thinking? I think Jay Shakira wins no matter what, personally. Yeah, I, I think whoever gets so on the lake and has on these guys. Whoever has the most oh. experience on the lake. I know Drew Cook was in the lake, if I remember correctly, last year. Uh, Wait. Didn't we all we all made predictions at the beginning of the year, didn't we? Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure I picked Jay Shakira. Uh, yeah, I do you? not remember who I picked. I'm gonna go back and listen. I'll figure it out. You think yeah. we did it on the first episode? <laughs> I think we did the, the first, first episode. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. I probably I'll, said I'll go back and like swindle, out. but Hellabass, uh Andy went into a deep dive right after Wes came on early in the show to talk about I'm pulling up my direct. wind finder right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's south southeast and out there southeast, even if it's that much, it's gonna be fine. In a south it's wind too, where they're where where a majority of those guys are going to fish. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm looking at it now. Running out into the lake will suck. But as they turn left and head southeast, it'll be pretty much like anywhere from Shamo Bay and behind the islands are going to be fine. What's what? It's what? What's the first island? Is that? It's not Fox. It's is that Grenadier? Yeah. That's Grenadier the first Island. They can, yeah. I mean, that island's big enough. That'll provide some protection too. They'll have a little bit yeah. of rough right at the mouth of Cape Vincent. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. Anywhere from Henderson to Cape Vincent is going to be relatively decent. If guys are going to run to the Galoos, like, ugh, that's going to Here's the thing, big. though. Here's the thing. It's Monday. This and it's going to change. Thursday. And when I was fishing up there in a, uh, last or two weeks ago, it changed every 12 hours, like dramatically changed. So and who knows? The, the other thing is, too, the WindFinder app has it blown in the morning but it's blowing almost pure east in the morning and then slowly switches south, which it's if it's blowing like east, southeast, that lake is I'm not saying it's going to be glass, but you're going to have one to one and a half footers along that shoreline. It's going to be plenty drivable for those guys, even to fish. In. It, it might make the fish set up funny for the first couple hours, but they'll be fine. Apparently a Welcher had big fish last year, the 612 fish near or on the lake. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. If we, really, if we really want to get to betting, let's bet on how accurate that Windfinder will be in four days. Yeah. Windfinder is accurate. We'll all lose. Yeah, but no, it's accurate when you're when you're close. Like I'm saying, when it's like we're too far away. Yeah, like ask, ask, that's away. Ask me tomorrow. Tomorrow you'll have a better accurate picture. Yeah, it's of gonna it, get twenty percent more accurate every day from here on out. So it'll be southwest at 45. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of stuff at play, too, with those winds right now. Like, there's a lot of tropical storms starting to form out in the Atlantic that's changing wind direction a bunch. So, which is something that you don't think really plays 1,500 miles away, but it really does. So they have a lot of power. We got to talk ROI. We haven't talked ROI. Well, let's quickly let's all make our bet. I know Brandon, you said Jay. Let's quickly go around. Who are we Are think we wagering? Is there any wagering? Yes. Do we want to wager? There's a wager. Oh, let's wager. Let's wager. Let's wager a. Oh no, I can't do Ooh. that. I was gonna say wager a punishment, but I feel like it's hard to. Oh, we can definitely do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> if we don't get it, we all have to. So we we all have to have punishment if we don't, all don't get it. Oh boy. How do we hold each other accountable? You know, do you got to take a video? Like, what kind of punishment? That doesn't work. I don't know. I feel like that's more like just money. Money's fine. Just Benjamins. Just Benjamins. Benjamins. Wow, Brennan. Not Benjamins. I don't feel that confident. <laughs> it's fishy. What happens? I feel like we're gonna have a lot of the same picks here. Are we splitting like the pot if if someone wins? Raise your hand if you're picking or if you're not picking Jay. <laughs> Okay, so we, okay, no, okay, no, so we got we got a wager then. All right. What do you got, Boomer? I'm not I'm not straying away from Welcher. Yeah, I think it's either going to be Welcher or Jay here. Yeah, you pick I, one. I know. Flip a coin. I'm I'm going Jay. All right, Boomer. If Jay wins, you have to use ugly sticks in your next tournament. <laughs> I actually think the new ugly sticks have been made pretty good. The ones that uh, Matt's running now they got a lot of resources behind them. I don't think that they suck as bad as you think. <clears throat> uh, we could do like the losing the guy that loses his company has to donate something to the final show to the winner of the final the final show, and then we'll pick it out of a random draw or something. Because we all are back in some kind of company. Andy has to right. get a guide trip away. How about this? How about this? Okay, <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be drawn out. We're gonna we're gonna do some good with this show. How about this? All right. I like it. All right. So we're gonna go from points. So Boomer's gonna get first pick. We all have to pick somebody different. We can't pick the same person. Whoever wins, all of us have to pitch in twenty five bucks, say, to the person that wins to a charity of choice. I like it. I'm in. I get two. Sounds good, but I get Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Brennan, if 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 Jay's available by the time we get to last place. Oh yeah, let me go. I get I get last, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, Boomer. Just tell me what charity, dude. Just I'll write and check. It's over. (laughs) This this went from like an opportunity to make money to like a guaranteed loss for me. This is cool. It's went from gambling to losing. Yeah, like there's no possible winning outcome for me. You can veto the idea. Vetoed. It's it's vetoed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's vetoed unless he gets a J. (laughs) I feel like a bet has to be you get to decide. Who you want? You know what yeah, I mean? Bailey. This is not a bet. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. I mean, I don't know what else to do. With <laughs> I don't know either, but I like the idea behind the charity thing. So keep going. All right, it's fine. Then we can have the same people. But yeah, what, there's only one good. winner. There's only one guy that's going to win. Everybody else has to donate cash to the charity. I'm in. All right, Boomer. Yeah, who you I'm got? Do you a lot of Welcher. 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 Deacon. Who you got? I got Shakira. Secure it. All right, I'll go. Uh, I'll go Walters. Ooh, ooh! I don't think that's all right. Oh. Andy, I'm going Cook just because he tends to do well at the St. Lawrence. Okay, and Brandon's got Jay, and I got Jay. So Adam, we just got to connect and decide what charity we want real quick, and then we'll, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll just combine resources. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Deal and wow. hey, I will. Well, here's what I'll do too. If people want to get in on this, uh, like from a charitable standpoint, we'll do it on the recap show. If the, the folks, maybe we'll do like an open line for if people in the comments want to donate too. At the the recap show. Yeah. Or oh, 
gosh, it'd be fun if, if people just, especially this is going to charity honored what their pick was and did the same thing we're doing. Like look at AOI, pick your top, you know, one of your top seven guys. And if you lose, donate to charity. Donate to Ooh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, half of Spokane burned down last week. I know there's some pretty, there's some needy people on our side. So really, with a yeah, with a had, fire, we had we have three wildfires. And the first night knocked, knocked down 185 houses. Holy wow. cow! Yeah, yeah, and I know. But yeah, um, I'm sure there's some good ones. Make sure you guys help out, donate, do what you can. There are some really good ones, and that actually brings up a good point. I will be having some information, and I'll plug up in the next couple of shows. We'll probably do. Honestly, for MP3 folks, we'll make it like a little ad type of deal on, in the beginning so you guys can have the information there. Um, but talk with Maddie Wong on ways that we can help those in Hawaii after all that stuff. So we'll have we'll have some some good options. But... There's still 800 people missing in Maui. That's wow. insane. Yeah, that's wild. Good gosh. All right. All right. Should, talk ROI. Should we do the yeah. same bet too for ROI? I, I don't know. No. I'm trying to get rich for my here. <laughs> I run a bass boat every day, all right, man. <laughs> you got five tournament play. guys on here that we're all just gambling away. All right. It's getting a little rich for my blood. <laughs> all right. All right. What do you guys I mean? Uh, actually that is a pretty damn it's it, dude. The ROI race is, is it's, pretty it's, sweet. Yeah, it's basically it a two horse race at this point, and they're both gonna catch them. You think so? Uh, yeah. Uh, is it a three horse race? You're no. 60 points, 60 points from Brian Smith. No, Sufantes is going to win ROI. I think more, I, I would agree more than likely. I think it's a, I think it's a two horse race. I, I agree that it's a two horse race. I think there's still a chance for. But f- 15 points. I mean, 15 points. I mean, if he finishes in the top 10 and Sufantes finishes. And Koya fished the open here and didn't do well. And he had like 14 so. a day, but that was a weird. If he was in the river. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah river. right understanding the river still or, or like oh, just no. understanding the layout period that's knowing what not to do i think when we talk about the being a two-day practice and you talk about experience and that was koya's first time on the river i'm going Sufuentes all day on yeah. this yeah i'm going Sufuentes, and and my reasoning is actually on the live show on today i think they were talking about Fujita's never like he was talking about how like that was waves he's been in. water he's been in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like yeah. he's like so that's that's a, I mean Fuentes has been in plenty of big water. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's yeah. a for a rookie he's an old school grinder. Like he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he like snuck in in that rookie class, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. like five hundred or something. Mickey was yeah barely barely able to be a he rookie. Snuck in. Yeah, but nothing against him. He's a hammer. And he's do pretty, rookie of the years? Do they? Is there any money involved? Probably like twenty five hundred bucks. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I wish it would be like <laughs> gift card know, to Whataburger. Fireworks. I know this is different at the elite series. I mean, first of all, AOI is big money, but I wish rookie of the year just to help a rookie out. Especially, I think what it should be is like your entry fees for the next season. Or part oh, yeah. of season. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that'd be huge if you had entry fees for the next season. You're you're that would really help a rookie out. Yeah, that would be cool. I like it. Yeah. All right. Is there anything cool. else we haven't covered? Fun show, boys. Yeah. Yeah. Almost two hours. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta run because I gotta be up at four thirty. So you poor thing, you get to go fishing. That's right. Mm. I think we should do this for the opens EQs next year. <laughs> Just kidding. 
make like a. It'd be pretty fun though. Fun. I'd love to. I'd love to talk about this open group of guys. Yeah, I haven't looked at the AOI and opens in, uh, yeah, in a while. Cool. I'd love to look at that. Yeah. We can do that in the recap show. Just say who we think uh, will be in it's that. Gonna make the elite series. Yeah, yeah. I'll put money on Nania. <laughs> I think everybody's got money on that. <laughs> yeah, kid's a good kid. Yeah. All right, fellas. You guys got anything left for the folks? Not tonight. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Thanks All again. Right, well, well, speaking of opens, guys, we're having John Garrett on live tomorrow night. Oh, nice. so that'll be a good show. Cool. But Heck yeah, that'll be a great show. All right, folks. Appreciate y'all as always. It's going to be a fun event this weekend, and we'll see you guys tomorrow night. Peace. <laughs>